0: Is up. This is the constant state of annoyance podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for misclicking. I'm just fucking glad you're here. I'm just gonna get fucking into it, dude. I think I've mentioned that I'm working at Starbucks right now, and there's one thing I can't fucking stand, dude. I can't stand the music that's like in the background, like the store music of Starbucks, dude. I don't know where the fuck. That music is coming from. I don't know what's the device that's, like, connected to the internet and that's just blasting that music through the store speakers. I really want to know where that device is because I just want to fucking destroy it, man. I just, I can't with the Starbucks playlists. It's fucking weird. It's odd as fuck. Like, one second, like, one second you're listening to, like, you know... Jazz, and it seems appropriate, you know, just instrumental jazz. And then from jazz, it goes to like a Mexican ballad, which is like fucking weird. Some some fucking fat Mexican chick singing about how how all men are garbage, and then all of a second, fucking reggaeton, which is basically like it's Puerto Rican rap with a different beat, you know, and then. Because I've been working a lot of closing hours, right? I've been working, you know, late night shifts. And for some reason, when we're closing the fucking store, the only thing that's being blasted through those fucking speakers is this fucking annoying, overly sad indie music. You know, the one that I'm fucking talking about. That indie music where they're, like, gently playing the guitar. You know, it sounds like they just got their nails done. And they don't want to ruin their nail job. Like, ding, dong, dang, dong, dong, dong. dong. And, and then they're singing like that. Like, I get it. You're sad. I get it. You're sad. And you don't want to enunciate because you're sad. And it's fucking annoying. It's annoying. Because, okay, songs... The beauty of songs is that not only do they convey a message by, you know, word if, you know, there are words involved in the song, but it also like conveys a feeling, you know, with the like the instrumentation and all of that. Like if you listen to um a pink song, right? You you're that's what it feels like to be an empowered woman. If you listen to like Mumble Rap, that's what it feels like to be a rich black man with with an over-availability of women to fuck and and to have a bunch of money and you know not invest that money properly. That's what it feels like. You know, and it's great. I love mumble rap and all that shit. But when I listen to this overly sad hipster indie music, like the feeling that it conveys to me is like this is how it feels to have a handlebar mustache, to own too much flannel, and to be a victim and a pussy. Oh my God, she broke up with me, but nothing matters. It's like, God damn it, dude! You know I'm working a late night shift. I'm making minimum wage. You know I'm making less money than what I've ever fucking made. Okay. I've got enough problems on my fucking mind. I just want to go home. Then I have to hear your fucking problems, you know, while you have background music. And, and then, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm going to, sometimes I'm like, I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to hear your problems, but then you don't fucking enunciate them because you're too sad to enunciate because nothing matters to you. Fuck you, man. And my problem is like, okay, and I, and it's okay to make sad songs. I like sad shit. I really do. I like sad movies. There are sad songs that I enjoy. But it's just it's such victim music. And it's not only that, but how many times are they going to make that song? <laughs> you know what I'm fucking saying? The same thing with mumble rap sometimes. You know, I get it. You have money and you like throwing dollar bills in the strip club. Now, now young man, how long do you think that you're that you're going to be able to continue to live this lifestyle? <laughs> How many times are you going to make this song? Like, we've heard this song. You know? It's annoying. I'm fucking exhausted of hearing it. I have problems of my own. Okay? And I'm working pretty hard for minimum wage. Like, what I'm recording this on a Tuesday. The podcast is released tomorrow on Wednesday. Yesterday was Monday. I worked. And in like a three-hour span, I made easily 50 to 75 Frappuccinos. On a fucking Monday, what the fuck did you accomplish on a Monday, that you think that you deserve a treat, motherfucker? The fuck have you accomplished? Why are you prematurely treating yourself, motherfucker? I <laughs> you can't fucking. Why are you drinking a frappuccino at two at two p.m.? The fuck have you accomplished? It's annoying. It's annoying. And then, and then, doing closing hours, I have to listen to this type of shit. You know, this fucking sad fucking music. And I can't. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm sad and I don't enunciate. Because nothing matters. Nothing matters. I have arthritis and I can barely play the guitar But nothing matters Nothing matters I forgot to take my Zoloft today That's why I'm sad Boo hoo caffeinated because my local Starbucks ran out of soy milk but nothing But nothing matters But nothing matters I kinda fucked up that last verse It was way too long But nothing matters The strap on my messenger bag broke But nothing matters Nothing matters I use too much the term toxic relationship in conversation But nothing matters I'm a pussy I live in Seattle and I don't get enough vitamin D But nothing matters Nothing matters This joke is probably not funny, it's been running too long But nothing matters, I'm fucking exhausted. I'm tired of this, man. (laughs) I can't, I can't with it, man. And I think it's just, okay, if I really think about it, because it's okay, make a song about whatever you currently feel, I get it, it's art, you're trying to convey a feeling, this is what you feel, you know, you loved a person, you overly trusted a person, and now she's out there. Not with you. Probably having a much better time than you. And you're making music about that person. Like, stop being a victim. That's my problem. Like, lately, lately I've kind of adopted this, like, mentality. Because, because okay, let me explain myself. Because I had the same problem as all of these indie hipster lead singers, you know? Like, I would get into a relationship and I wouldn't see, I wouldn't recognize my own value, you know? And sometimes I would like think, damn, this person is with me and I feel like I can't get anyone else, you know? I would feel like this is the only – you know, this is one of the little people who see me and, and, you know, loves me and, you know, sometimes I felt like I wasn't deserving of love, you know? And this was like a foreign feeling to me and I didn't want to let it go even if the relationship wasn't as good – As a relationship could be, even if the relationship was shitty, you know, I wouldn't want to let go because I felt like this is the, you know, no one else has loved me like this, you know, and what if this is the only person that's going to love me? Like I used to full on, you know, swallow the whole soulmate pill, you know, like, oh, there's one person for every other person out there, but that's just not how the world works. You know, and you just got to see the value in your, in yourself and if you're in a relationship and that person is not giving you what you need, you just got to cut ties because if they're not willing to make a compromise or that's just not who they are, you know, sometimes you're not compatible with a person and it's just, you know, it would be much less painful to just rip out the band-aid, you know, cut off that relationship and move on than, you know. Drag it through the ground. Because you're too afraid to be alone. That's my point. And I'm kind of like over that. You know. Like I would get into relationships. And not know that there was an eject button. You know. But now I found the eject button. And I'm willing to press the eject button at any moment. You know. Like I don't mind opening myself towards a person. I don't mind. You know. Sharing my life with another person. But my finger is close by the eject button like if i see something that i don't like if you cheat on me if you if you if you're not satisfying my needs and i don't mean like oh suck my dick woman but you know like if you don't satisfy my needs emotionally and all that shit and sexually too you know then i'm you know i'm sorry but just i don't want you to waste my time anymore like i'm over that being overly sad about a woman phase. You know what I mean? And maybe it's because I really haven't. Been in a long term relationship in a while. <laughs> you know and maybe that's why I can't connect to these fucking songs. And that's probably it. But I just can't stand it. I just can't stand it. And, and my problem is that they always act like victims in these songs. You know. Like why can't we be together? Why do you want to be with someone? Why are you so sad over someone that doesn't want to be with you? Dude, that's some low-level rapist mentality shit, you know? I want to be with you, but you don't want to be with me. I just I don't I just don't get it. How the fuck do you do you get turned on? You know, in like a in like a uga visceral level, dude. How are you turned on by someone that just doesn't want anything to do with you? Do you know how fucking creepy and weird that is? You know? Like, I I get it. if Because if you don't know how emotions work and you're in the sixth grade, hell, maybe if you're in fucking, you know, high school and you think like that, fine. But like, as an adult, get the fuck over yourself, dude. You know, go find someone else who gives a shit. Stop being such a victim. Stop being so fucking sad over this one person who wants nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? It's just ah, who? It's, I don't know, man. It just pisses me off on a visceral level. I'm saying visceral. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Dude, I love using big words. You know that I that I kind of know what they mean. I have kind of like an idea. You know what it means i've heard it in conversation but i've actually never looked up the definition i do that all the time dude i have i i have like semi intermediate english speaking skills dude i dominate the spanish language much more than i dominate english i don't know why the fuck i insist on doing this fucking podcast in english but whatever here here the fuck we are <laughs> I don't know man, I just, my point is, I can't stand those sad, I'm sad over a woman songs, that's my point, like get over yourself, go get laid, go get some pussy, it's annoying, Uh, because I get it if you, if you're going through a breakup and you're sad at first, you know, it's okay, we've all been there, but if you drag it for way too long, I just, I I don't want to hang out with you anymore, you know, (laughs) There's, there's certain mentalities that I can't stand, you know, I can't stand people who who constantly say, dude, I'm going to do this because I'm going to prove myself to others that, that I could do this. They all said that I couldn't do it, but I'm going to do it. And it's like, who the fuck are you hanging out around? You know, who the fuck are, are these people that you're hanging out with that are telling you that you can't do shit? <laughs> like, oh, Carlos, you know. Carlos says, like, I can never accomplish shit, and I'm ugly as fuck, and, you know, and that my breath stinks. But he always pays beers when we hang out, man. And artisanal beers. He doesn't, he doesn't buy that cheap Keystone shit. Like, who the fuck are these friends and these people that you have, that you feel like you have to prove yourself to? Okay? You're not trying to prove yourself to anybody. You're just paranoid. You paranoid fuck. Do you know what else I can't stand? I can't stand people who overly use the word hypocrisy. I can't fucking stand those people. Okay? Because it's like most of hypocrisy is growth, motherfucker. Oh my god, he used to say this, but now he does that. Yeah! That's called growth, you stupid idiot. It's, it's fucking hypocrisy like... I think it's a term that oversimplifies human nature. It oversimplifies, not human nature, but it oversimplifies people's actions, you know? Like sometimes you talk to someone, you know, and and they and they're super opinionated and you have, you know, you have different opinions than what they have and they're talking to you about their opinions. And sometimes, you know, You just don't want to start a fight and you just nod and agree, you know? And they think, oh my God, you know, you're on my side. When in reality, you're just trying to fucking not start conflict because why would you, you know? Why would you start conflict with a super opinionated person? I mean, sometimes it's fun. Sure, if you find that fun, do it. I find it fun. I do it. But other people don't. So some people just nod and agree and then, you know... Go go along and do whatever they do. And everybody's like, oh my god, that guy's a hypocrite. No, man. You're oversimplifying things. I remember one time I was at the ATM machine of my local bank. I was taking out some money. No, I was depositing a check. It doesn't matter. I don't know why I'm, I'm explaining that part of my story. Who the fuck gives a fuck about my day? And while I was doing, you know, what I was doing in the ATM... This one chick was talking to her mom. And she was like super worked up about something, you know. And when she's like close enough, I could, you know, I I eavesdrop on her conversation. And, you know, she's just worked up and angry. And she's like, oh my god. Like, I talk to this guy every fucking day. And then I saw him in the street. And I know he saw me. That motherfucker saw me. And he looked the other way and kept on walking. You know? Like, I didn't know that there was so much fucking hypocrites. And it was funny because she was over-enunciating, she was over-pronouncing the word hypocrite. But she, she was doing it in Spanish, so it sounded like HIPOCRITAS, And she was doing it over and over again. She was over-using that word. And at one point she fucking said, you know what? I'm gonna write a letter to the Dane. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a letter to the dean because when I was admitted in this university, I didn't know that, that, the, that this university would permit so many hypocrites to be admitted in here. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't think that's how business works, motherfucker. I don't <laughs> like, this, like the SATs do not test you on hypocrisy. They test you on ba- basic math and English skills, you dumb cunts. The fuck are you raving on about? She's like, oh man, like just and it's not only him, dude. There's so many hypocrites in my university, and it's just like, what the, f- like, who are these friends of yours? You know, like I can't even relate. I do not, I do not permit. Again, it's because, because my thing is I overthink situations, you know, I overthink shit. Like I was going on this podcast at an angle, and there's a lot of pauses. I think because. Maybe I'm gonna edit out the pauses and you're not gonna hear it, but I because sometimes I think in a certain angle, and while I'm talking about that certain angle, I could like change my perspective. Like I, I like seeing shit from every possible anger, anger, angle to like better understand the situation. I just think hypoc st- you know just throwing out the word oh this guy's a hypocrite. I think it just oversimplifies things, you know? I'm not saying that hypocrites don't exist, because they do. But I don't think there are as many hypocrites as we think there are, you know? And if you're surrounded by hypocrites, you're clearly the problem. (laughs) I mean, number one, you know, she's like, I'm surrounded by hypocrites. And I'm like, you know, I I don't know why that guy wouldn't want to cross the street to say hello to you. I mean... You're clearly a very pleasant, jolly old lady. <laughs> and number two, it's like, again, if you're surrounded by hypocrites, you're the problem. It's you. It's probably a body odor problem. <laughs> you know? Like, you ever talk to someone and they're pretty nice, but... Damn, dude. <laughs> it's just... Like, there's there are some people that I could talk to as long as they don't raise their arms. It's insane, like, it's okay if you have some body odor, you know, like, if you raise your arms for, like, 10 seconds and then the smell kind of, like, creeps up. That's okay. That's natural. If you raise your, your arms and immediately, I'm just smacked with, like, just stench, you know, like, it's like if when you raise your arms, the smells being, like, impulsed like a fart. It's like if you have an asshole hidden under your armpits. You know, like, how the fuck is that smell smacking me immediately, motherfucker? You know, why is it that when you raise your arms, it Im- it immediately smells like something sweaty and dead? Why? Why? You know, it's probably a body order thing. Okay, just if people talk to you one day and don't want to talk to you the other day, it's either because... You are not as pleasant as you think you are. Or there are certain areas that you are forgetting to scrub. I'm telling you. (laughs) And it happens. And maybe it's not that. Maybe you just forget to wipe the crusties out of your eyes when you wake up. That can happen too. Maybe it's because you don't correctly wipe your mouth after eating. I had this one friend. I love him to death. But sometimes I couldn't stand being around him because he would love eating Cheetos. And for some reason, he would like have Cheeto dust accumulate in the end of his mouth, like in the angle of his mouth, like in each end. And I'm like, are you aging that cheese to eat it later, motherfucker? Why is that there? Dude, I saw you with those cheese stains an hour ago. You still have them. Wipe your fucking mouth. I love you, but I I, I hate looking at you. <laughs> and sometimes it's just fun to not tell him. Just to see how long is he going to realize that those cheese stains are there. You know? Maybe sometimes some people don't floss their teeth enough. It's just... It's certain things, man. Some people are just hard to look at. And I'm not saying ugly. I mean just hygiene, just basic hygiene. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're walking away. Maybe you're walking around with like moldy shoes. You know, you you fucking walked around. You stepped in a puddle one day, and then fuck, you never cleaned them up, and you smell like mold all the time. You smell like a basement that I would have to go into with a haz mask, okay? Like, just get new shoes or wash your shoes because you're fucking annoying. (laughs) Jesus, I'm hyped up today. Dude, I've drank a lot of coffee. Fucking Starbucks has me way too caffeinated. Dude, if I get fired from Starbucks or if I quit my job at Starbucks... I'm definitely going to have some caffeine withdrawal symptoms, man. Starbucks does not want to let you go. Because you get a free drink. It's called a shift beverage. You get a free drink before 30 minutes before you go in and, and 30 minutes after. Plus, you get a bag of coffee every week. It's called a coffee markout for free, dude. I'm always caffeinated. I'm just... Dude, I'm like, I feel like someone, I I feel like I'm always coming down from speed. I've never done speed, but I'm pretty sure this is what it has to fucking feel like. Anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is, It is better to be an outspoken atheist than a hypocrite. George Harrison and I think it is better to be an outspoken atheist than a hypocrite you know it is I mean if you are an outspoken atheist you're definitely going to spend less money and transportation because no one's going to invite you anywhere (laughs) you ever get that shit man like I don't mind people of other religions Of, you know, other beliefs. I don't care. You know, I hang out with a lot of atheists. But when they're overly outspoken, like they want to talk about that all the time. That's like, like if that's one of their two talking points, like their first talking point is God doesn't exist. And their second talking point is I'm hungry. Dude, I cannot... you motherfucker anyways that's the podcast i hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it if you're not following me on social media all that information is in the episode notes and i again whoever's finishing these episodes i really appreciate it man i do this with a lot of love and i, I, I just love doing it i love creating these episodes so if you're listening to this i fucking appreciate it and i'll keep you guys posted peace the fuck out